Welcome to ASRM Today, a podcast that takes a deeper dive into the current topics in reproductive medicine. Hello, everyone. I'm Jeffrey Hayes, and today on the program, we're talking with Dr. Eve Feinberg concerning the COVID-19 Task Force Update Number 13. Dr. Feinberg is the immediate past president for the Society for Reproductive Endocrinology and Infertility and an associate editor of the journal Fertility and Sterility. She's also SREI liaison to the ACOG Executive Board and is a current medical expert consultant for ASRM. Dr. Feinberg, welcome to the program. Thanks for having me. I'm thrilled to be here. For our listeners, what is your role in the task force and how long have you been serving on the task force now? I have been serving on the task force since the task force was created. I believe I'm one of the original members and the task force was created at the very beginning of the pandemic, probably middle March 2020. I serve as one of the reproductive endocrinologists on the task force. And for those who don't know, the task force is comprised of a combination of reproductive endocrinologists, embryologists, infectious disease specialists, reproductive urologists, and mental health professionals. So what is the current status then with this update on vaccinations and pregnancy? That's a great question. So I want to say that this update reaffirms the original update, which was update number 11, that came out with a really strong position statement recommending vaccination to pregnant patients. And I want to put that special emphasis on recommending because I really think that ASRM took the lead among all of the societies in going so far to say as we recommended vaccination. In the very beginning, when Pfizer and Moderna received the EUA from the FDA, the position of ACOG and SMFM was such that they said that vaccination should not be withheld from pregnant women. The World Health Organization, as many of you will remember, came out and said that they're not overtly recommending vaccination for pregnant women, and in fact, that there should be some caution in recommending it. And ASRM really led the charge and looked at the data. Many of our task force members were present on some of the calls with Pfizer and the CDC looking at the safety and the efficacy data of vaccination. And we came out really strong out of the gate with update number 11 stating, we recommend vaccination. And this newer update, update number 13, helps to highlight how some of the other societies have now joined our position statement. SMFM and ACOG have both said that vaccination in pregnant women is recommended. And interestingly, the CDC has also come out with a similar recommendation. And interestingly, the CDC guidance states that pregnant women are at high risk for severe disease. So the various societies have now all come to the position that ASRM had from the very beginning, which is vaccination should be recommended in pregnant women. What we did in this document was we went through some of the recommendations as to how that guidance comes into place. And we really looked at some of the data that are emerging showing that pregnancy is a high risk state and some of the adverse outcomes of COVID-19 in pregnancy. And what we talk about in terms of shared decision-making is that the very real risks of pregnancy and severe disease, the risks to the mother, the risks to the fetus, need to be carefully weighed against the theoretical risk of vaccination. And this update has some of the highlights from those data, which really talk about things like 
women who have severe disease have been shown to have an increased need for mechanical ventilation. There's an increased risk of death in women, in pregnant women, compared to their non-pregnant counterparts. There have been increases in things like risks for preterm labor and reports of fetal death. And so all of those risks need to be weighed carefully against this theoretical risk that vaccination may be harmful. Staying with vaccinations, according to the Washington Post, 13% of the total population has been vaccinated, which they equate to about 44 million people at this time. After reviewing this latest update that, that we've issued, can you then talk for a minute about the myths of vaccination that are still being circulated? Yeah, so I think myth is really kind. I actually think it's more in line with anti-vaccine propaganda. And that really, especially in the arena of infertility, is very scary to patients who are either pregnant or patients who are considering pregnancy or even those who are trying to achieve pregnancy and are under the care of a reproductive endocrinologist. And so I really think that some of this anti-vaccine propaganda is preventing some women from vaccination. And there was an excellent piece that was written in Fertility and Sterility Dialogue with first author Blake Evans and senior author Alan Penzias. And Alan is a proud member of the ASRM COVID-19 task force that talks about the origin of this propaganda, as well as why it is completely untrue. And for those who are unfamiliar with it, the origin of the claim appeared to be from a blog post called Health and Money News, which subsequently was taken down. But in this post, without any sort of scientific proof, two European physicians, one was a pulmonary specialist and the other was a Pfizer respiratory research employee, they made this baseless claim that the vaccine could potentially lead to infertility. The argument that they posed was that the vaccine contains a spike protein called syncytion 1 that is vital for the formation of the placenta in women. Make no mistake, syncytion 1 is an envelope protein from a human endogenous retrovirus, and it does mediate cell fusion. And it is, in fact, critical for formation of the syncytiotrophoblast layer of the human placenta and is, as many people know, responsible. The placenta is responsible for blood circulation from mother to fetus and delivery of nutrients to the fetus. However, the vaccine does not contain the code for syncytion 1. And so while you know, the seed was planted that spike protein and syncytion 1 are similar, they are not similar enough for any sort of negative effect of the vaccine to cause problems with the formation of syncytion 1. So it's one of those things where having a tiny little bit of knowledge is incredibly dangerous and knowledge in the homologous state between syncytion 1 and the spike protein. Talking with Dr. Eve Feinberg about the latest COVID-19 task force update, which I encourage everyone to go and read. We will provide a link to the document in our show notes, or you can just go to www.asrm.org to access any of the COVID-19 information that ASRM has published. Dr. Feinberg, are there any other major points you would like listeners to take away with this update? I think the biggest takeaway point is that as physicians, we are leaders. We are leaders of our healthcare teams. We are leaders 
in our community and we are leaders in our practices or our hospital systems in which we practice. And I think that as a physician and as a physician scientist, it's really important to understand the data and it's really important to separate the facts from fiction, fiction from propaganda. And I think particularly as it pertains to vaccination, I think it's really important to be a champion about vaccination. I know when I got my two doses of vaccines, I took photos, I posted on social media about them, I sent pictures to family and friends, and I was really public about it. And the feedback that I got from some people was, thank you for sharing your story. I feel much more comfortable getting my vaccine right now too. And so I think if we can all encourage our family, our friends, our colleagues, our coworkers, and as many people around us as we can to get vaccination, that's gonna be a much easier path out of the virus than falling ill and battling COVID-19. Dr. Feinberg, your knowledge and your guidance as always, is greatly appreciated. I personally greatly appreciate you taking time out today uh, to speak with us about COVID-19 update number 13. Thank you so much for being able to come on the show. Thank you again for having me. It's always a pleasure. I am Jeffrey Hayes, and this is ASRM Today. This concludes this episode of ASRM Today. For show notes, author information, and discussions, go to asrmtoday.org. This material is copyrighted by the American Society for Reproductive Medicine and may not be reproduced or used without express consent from ASRM. ASRM Today series podcasts are supported in part by the ASRM Corporate Member Council. The information and opinions expressed in this podcast do not necessarily reflect those of ASRM and its affiliates. These are provided as a source of general information and are not a substitute for consultation with a physician.